Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. Today, we'll be looking at the concluding part of the subject, It Is Well. In our previous broadcast, we looked at two out of four keys needed in moving on when we face challenging situations. The first was prepare prayerfully, which is to say that we need to trust and depend on God all the way through life. Then number two, we said plan purposefully, that is setting goals that will help us achieve our purpose. Today, we will look at the last two of the four keys. The third is proceed positively. That is having an I can do spirit, being optimistic. Optimism makes your aspirations and dreams of the future better than your past history. Optimism gives you hope for the future. Optimism gives you tenacity, gives you strength to know I can continue. I can do it. I can move forward. I can become who God created me to become. Optimism is what makes you see the cup not half empty, but half full. That is optimism. Now, Paul the Apostle is one person I like a lot when it comes to the word optimism. Paul had everything going against him and he could have stayed glued to one place of life and say, I am finished. Nothing is working for me. It's all dark around me. But even in the tunnel, Paul sees light at the end of it and he sees that there is possibility. And so when we go to the book of Philippians, Paul was in prison when he was writing the letter to the Philippians. And yet he had this optimistic attitude. Your attitude already, if it is positive, gives you 99% of whatever you need to become a successful person. If it is negative, if you have a negative attitude, if you think the world owes you something, then you are already defeated before you start the battle. So even though Paul was in prison and has suffered so many things and his future looked so gloomy, Paul could still write the letter of Philippians and in chapter 4, he could say in verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you don't have this optimistic attitude, you become lethargic. And you say, nothing is possible. One writer once said, a pessimist is one who makes difficulties of his opportunities. And an optimist is the one who makes opportunities of his difficulties. You may be in a very difficult situation, but if you have an optimistic outlook, you know tomorrow will be better. You know I can do something which will help my tomorrow become better. 
What other things you need to do? Remember, we started this subject by looking at the Shunammite woman. As a barren woman, she looked forward to things she can do to make her life a happy one. She was barren, but she had money. Today, as you hear my voice, maybe there's some kind of barrenness in your life. Things are not working. You don't have money, but do you have a hand? You don't have a home, but do you have legs? Your legs can move you from wherever you are standing right now, from wherever you are sitting. And you can begin to move towards building your own house. You say, how do I build my own house when I don't have money? I don't have employment. Why can't you employ yourself? This is something I was just thinking of this morning, you know. Not just thinking of, but I was sharing with someone. Why do we all want to be employed by somebody? Why don't we become the employers? It is a hard road when you have to start your own business from the scratch. It is a hard road when no bank will give you loan. They need collateral and you don't have a house. You have nobody to guarantee a loan for you. You have a good business plan. So why don't you come up with your own capital? Before I came into ministry, I remember there were times that I would go and carry on my head a bag of flour. I like to share that story that I never even knew how I learned how to make donuts. Nobody taught me. <laughs> but difficulties have a way of teaching you to be innovative. Difficulties, if you allow them, they have a way of promoting you. They have a way of making you become an inventor. People like Thomas Edison, the Wright brothers, Einstein, great inventors like that. It was a need that they needed to meet that their brain started to click. Do you know that we have the same amount of cells in our brains as they had? I say to people, the African is the greatest inventor. The kind of situations we find ourselves in, our parents found themselves in, our great-grandparents found themselves in. Nothing was handed over to the African on a silver platter. And yet, we are able to work around any situation we find ourselves in. Today, we have so many opportunities. There are things you can do. There's a gentleman whose story I heard who sells the newspaper by the street, and he's at Legon. There's a gentleman who completed the university and started frying Kelewili at East Legon. There's a friend of mine who completed the university as a sociologist and decided she's going to sew. She did not go to any apprenticeship anywhere. She rather found her niche after completing sociology in the university. It is good to be educated, but if nobody is employing you, create employment for yourself. You can do it. It's possible. Something inside of you says you cannot do it because you tried before and you failed. My friend, remember the label. You are not a failure. You failed but rise up again and see the possibilities. And know that you can become whatever you determine to become. Proceeding positively is having faith. Not in yourself. Because you can, your can is because God in you can make you become. 
Not too long ago, I spoke to my auntie, who is in her 90s, on the telephone. And as we chatted, I said, how are you? She said, I'm fine. But continue praying for a long life for me. And I said to her, I am praying that you will cross a hundred years. And she said, I believe it. Something in me tells me I am going to be hundred and beyond. When I finished, I remember that this is the auntie who taught me the ways of faith. This woman knew how to put down a chair, one for herself and one for Jesus, and invite Jesus to prayer. And say, Lord Jesus, this is your chair, sit on it, and I want to have conversation with you. And anytime she left prayer, she left with the knowledge that it is done. What I have asked him, he has done it, and therefore I can do it. My friend, you can also do it. Whatever you are doing, tackle it with a positive attitude. Tackle it knowing that God is with you. So there is nothing impossible for you. You can do it. Lastly, our fourth key is pursue persistently. I like that. Remember, we came from where we said, what do you do in challenging situations? Don't forget that question. I have known challenges. What are your challenges? Maybe as you listen to me, you have no parents and you have learned to struggle alone through life without siblings in a world that is not favorable all the time. Maybe as you listen to me, you are suffering a certain disease and you have kept on trusting God for healing. Hands have been laid on you. You have gone to one hospital and to the other. Maybe as you are listening to me, you are desperate for a child. It's hopeless. And your husband is giving up on you. I'd like to talk to you if you are going through such challenge for a moment. You know, the Bible says, none shall be barren in the land. And as you listen to me right now, let faith rise up in you. Even if you have lost your womb, probably you have caused so many abortions. And the devil is telling you because of that. Maybe you have done none of them. But for some reason, you are not having a child. The important thing is be positioned and allow Christ to come into your life. Don't give up. Keep on pushing. Pursue your cause persistently. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 51, You who pursue righteousness, look unto Abraham, your father. When I called him, he was but one, and I blessed him and made him many. The blessing of God was upon Abraham and Sarah, but it took 25 years after they received the promise of blessing for the blessing to be made manifest in a baby Isaac they beheld. Pursue persistently. Has somebody cheated you out of your property? Has somebody stolen from you? Are you being despised? Is there a judge who should pass judgment in your favor and is delaying the judgment? I came to tell you today that God is your advocate. Don't give up. Jesus is ready to meet you. He wants to give you justice. He wants to give you direction for your life. He is bringing you hope right now as you listen to me. It is well. I don't know where you are at, but I believe that the Holy Spirit in these last three weeks has spoken diverse things to you. 
It is just today you are listening. The Holy Spirit has spoken to you. Four keys. Whatever you are doing, I want to repeat it. Prepare prayerfully. Plan purposefully. Proceed positively. And then finally, pursue persistently. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. If you have listened to me today, Christ wants you to have the abundant life. It starts with relationship with him. You can enter relationship today only by prayer, faith in God. Pray with me and say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for praying with me. And I will now pray for all of you who have listened to this broadcast. And Lord Jesus, every word I have spoken has been prayer. You know that desperate widow somewhere. Lord, reach out and tie their hearts and comfort and give them peace. You know that man somewhere whose business has been failing and failing. You know that desperate woman who needs a baby. Oh God, today we pray. Touch infertility and make wombs fertile. That a month from now, Women will give you glory that are the sound of a woman's voice. The Holy Spirit planted seed in their wombs and they have become pregnant. Lord, as we pray, touch an infertile man and make him fertile. As I pray right now, reach out to as many people who need favor. Somebody who has been rejected. Application upon application. I speak to you now. Go back to where you have been rejected. And Lord, I pray, mark them for favor. That doors will open before them. Bless all our listeners. Father, I thank you. For you have heard us as our faith is joined together. And we ask in Jesus' mighty name. May the Lord bless you richly. Remember, you must become to make others become. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.